Oh. Oh, dear. Hmm. Children, tell me when your father stopped scratching himself. Kids? We'll tell you, Mom. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Hello. And welcome to episode 16, Star Trek First Contact. Bigot zone number one with a number two on my face. Oh, what a classy way to start the show off. (laughs) Oh, just dripping with class, yes. Yes. First Contact, which I I believe was the last, um, well, the last Next Generation movie I saw. I only watched the first two. Weren't there like four for the next generation? Oh, God. Why? Just. Oh, it's good. No, no. Anytime you have, you know, Patrick Stewart, it's great. Yeah, yeah, even he was getting tired of the role by then. So, what's up? Not much, guys. How is everyone doing out there in pinball land? We promise, we promise this would be a shorter podcast. No two hour marathon here. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, okay. <laughs> Do you have like three pages of notes we're going to go through? Uh, two. Two. Oh, good two. gravy. Good gravy is good me. gravy. All right. So Let's go to the news right off the bat, I think, right? Or do you want to talk first about something else? Uh, well, let's, I, I'll make one quick correction. Not that anyone would have noticed this. When we were talking about Black Knight and the last chance, and the fact you can't lock balls after you get last chance, and Bruce was very adamant that you can. I listened back to it, and Bruce was actually talking about Black Knight 2000. I which was I talking, said. Yeah, which he said, which I took to be Black Knight for whatever reason. I actually said Black Knight also, but I th- there was some confusion there. So just, just to reiterate, in Black Knight, you cannot lock balls after getting last chance. And according to Keith Johnson, this is a bug. So, there we go. Uh, I, can, I can buy that one. Very cool. And I think that's it. Uh, So let's go right to news of the week. Go for it. Well, you got to say your line. Uh, all the news. All the news that's fit to print? You got it. Okay. See, you got to keep traditions up. I, I, we never said that before. Uh, you've said it many times. I, I just have? kept up trying to keep up with traditions. Yes, you have. Many okay. times. Many, many fine things at the Academy. Wesley, get out of here. Okay. okay you're going to hear my Ricard all day today. Uh, first thing. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I thought it was Police Academy. I thought it was, uh, what is it, Captain Lassard well, both, or whatever? Both. But you, you have Captain Lassard and also you have Wesley in that same comment when he was getting sent to the Academy. Shut up, Wesley. Wesley, get on with the news. Make it so, number one. With a number two. News. Jersey Jack made a great announcement this past Saturday on the Buffalo Pinball Podcast with Kevin and Nick. And Steve Bowden. And Steve Bowden. Hi, Steve. Fun with bonus. And the news was you were right again. (laughs) Well, I didn't know anything about it, but knowing Jack's past history, there was going to be three games. 
I didn't know he was going to put it out the same week, which uh, one of our great listeners, Sean O'Shea, pointed out right off the bat, look, Bruce is right. There's a third option for Jersey Jack, which is going to be now a standard edition for $8,000. Which I think I did mention. I did mention that they, on Pinside, one of, the, I think it was Pinball Star, their distributor, was mentioning something like there was going to be an announcement. I don't remember if that's something we did on the podcast or something later. I, it, it's all blur to me. Uh, you did mention you did mention a little thing about it, but yeah. yes. So, and how much how much is this again? This, this... eight thousand instead of nine thousand. <laughs> and they they published the matrix matrices, yes, if you will. So what what is the difference between the uh, let's what's the difference between the LE and the standard? What are you missing out on? No Invisiglass. Right off the bat. No armor. It will be, I think, silver. It will be stainless steel. Uh, what else? I didn't have the. Do you have it in front of you? The. Uh... Uh, no. No. Basically, it was it, it was pretty much blank. Like even the standard has a shaker motor. Yes. Like that was so it was Invisiglass. The armor. Um. The other main thing was. The the LE and the. Whatever, not super LE. What do they call it? LE and the CE, the yeah, collector's edition have lighted ramps. Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that. So I don't, what does that mean? Is is there? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I don't have a picture of it in front of me. Is it just like tracking like lights on the on the ramps? Does that mean they go away? Is that the deal? I don't know. I didn't play it. You are the only one out of the two of us who's played it. Yeah, but there was the broadcast. Didn't you see the broadcast? A little bit, very I did. Clear. But, did you, know, you check out our own YouTube channel? I did. But yeah, I've had a rough week at school. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yes, Bruce is for, what, nine straight days is still in training. I'm still in Atlanta. It is Police tomorrow. Academy. He's he's breaking training right now. Yes, I am. I'm many, many fine, fine people at the Academy. But, uh... Kevin and uh, Nick had a three-hour podcast, and they talked to uh, uh, they talked to Jersey Jack. They had food delivery. They had Steve Bowden playing and talking about the game. And they also had Pat Lawler call in. I'll have, I'll have to watch the whole thing. I, I only I watched like the first five minutes. And why didn't it. you watch the whole thing? I just want I just I'll catch it later. It's okay. okay. It's okay. I did play the game, you know. I did not, but. So, but it looked uh, pretty good. They were trying to catch. They were trying to hit a spider a lot. I remember that, and then they were trying to get tickets. So, uh, I like the game. Looks pretty cool, as I said. The difference between eight thousand and nine thousand dollars. It's you know it's a little difference. I think he would have hit more of a home run if he went seventy five hundred, even seven thousand. Yeah, seventy five hundred. I think just with the seven in front of it would have been like yeah okay yeah I could see that now. Or seventy-seven fifty, you know that number. You know, you hit eight thousand. You're like eight thousand. If you got into the sevens, I think it would have been a great motivator for more people. But what's the difference between eight and nine? A thousand dollars? Yeah. To, to my disappointment, though, there was also another announcement he made, which was there's going to be a name change. Uh yeah, I don't agree with that either. I I liked it, but then it was something like it still will have dialed in in it. So yeah, what's it going like to be? A, Is it going to be like Quantum City, colon, you know, dialed in or something? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think it, I think they're just trying to cater too many people. I think they should have stuck with it. Yeah, you know, there is listening to your customers, and then sometimes you just got to, like, just, just 
no. I, I, I could see catering, you know, with, with, with the nut, with the model, the standard edition, but I mean, did that many people just hate the name? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not seeing, just not paying attention enough. Maybe it was just or that maybe hated. They, maybe they, maybe they actually heard a bad backlash. Who knows? I don't know. Me myself, I didn't mind the title. It actually was growing on me even more and more. The gameplay overshadows the title. I just think if you have a game where, I mean, even if it's a disaster SimCity theme, when the main toy you, you see is the cell phone, yeah. dialed in makes sense. It's like, oh, I get it. Dialed is a phone. Okay. You know, and one of your main gimmicks is the whole pairing it with a cell phone. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but to me, you know. I know one of the other names that was batted around originally was Killer App. So. Yeah. Uh,. Second thing is, uh, there's a uh, Kickstarter going off right now for a coffee table book about coffee tables. No, sorry, about uh, Stim- Stern Pinball. <laughs> and they want $50,000 of our money. Now, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this. They yeah. Ed and- Robertson do a thing for the Kickstarter. I see Steve Ritchie doing a thing for the Kickstarter. Let me get this straight here. After spending... Probably, uh, now I'm thinking about the games, I have tens of thousands of dollars of my money on their shit. And going to their party. It sucked. Yep, that sucked. Now, you want more money to do a book. Yep. I mean, those those 80, 80 fucking Batman Super Ellie's that you sold are not enough to cover this book. Uh, I just... Uh, hold on. Let me get you know my math skills. Let's see. Let's see. Fifteen thousand dollars times eighty. That is one point two million dollars. Now they couldn't take fifty thousand dollars and try to make a a book out of this. Guess what? I'm sick of the kickstarters. Sorry, I really am. It's BS. You want to make your own company? Put your own money up. You want to make a book? Put your own money up. Well, even even <laughs> at least if you're a new company, I could see it more, or some some new thing. The fact that you're a, you're an established company, and by uh, and by your admission, uh, own ninety percent of the pinball in it, or whatever it is. The fact that you would you know, yeah, yeah still do a Kickstarter, which there was someone who did who did awesome math on that. Say, I think Jody Dankenberg, I think is his mm-hmm. name, the, their main marketing guy, said something like they have ninety nine percent of the industry. But if you did the math, that would mean just by the pure volume that the, all the other manufacturers will do a total of 20 games for, yeah. per year, which obviously is ridiculous. It's it totally wrong, yes. And, and he did it the other way. Like, okay, say the other manufacturers do like 100 or 1,000. That means Stern would do like 200,000 games or something. Yeah, it was some pretty Williams. cool math. So. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I just it just seems like another cash grab. It really does. If you guess what? I started my company. I had to put my money in. My father put his money in. We put it together. And, you know, we don't make a ton of money. Don't get me wrong. We're not like, woohoo, I'm rolling in it. No, it's just a fun thing we do. But we still put our own money. I didn't go, hey, uh, uh, I want to have this great idea. And, you know, I want to, I want you guys to pay for it. And I'll give it to you for a little cheaper. Sorry. This is America. Put your goddamn money up and take a chance. You don't want to make a book about the thing? Don't make a book. You don't have the money for it? Find investors. I don't want to be your investor. 
Cash grab. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, exactly what it is. Freaking Monopoly. I swear to God. Yes, it is Monopoly. Literally. But but it was just like, really? Really? I just was when I saw that and then, and then all these people they're trying to hook up and trying to do it. Guess what? I'd actually rather have a company make a Williams pinball book about. Because guess what? They're not in business anymore. They've been out of business for 15, you know, almost 20 years now. It'd be a little more interesting saying, look at all the beautiful art, find some, you know, bat, you know, stern. You know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Fair. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to show the beautiful art. All the beautiful yeah. art's going to be like the last four or five years. They've exactly. used hand-drawn art. Everything else is just going to be Photoshopped faces on playfields. That is a couple, but not many. Depends how far back they go. Yeah, you know, they if they're, go they're going back, back to like Data East. Okay, then that's different. But yeah, or even early Stern, you know, with Monopoly and that kind of stuff. You had some nice, some nice artwork like Monopoly, but other ones like Austin Powers. Yeah, that's another thing. If they're doing a coffee table, what kind of art are they going to put in there? Because aren't they going to have to pay, you know, rights fees? Because because everything is friggin' licensed. You would think. Yeah, maybe that's why they need the fifty thousand dollars. But we have to fit the bill. Yeah, and which is ridiculous. Sorry, guys, it's happening out again. Yeah, and um, yeah, we we talked about this last week. The whole like J- Jersey Jack Stern, the back and forth thing. Martin from Pinball News getting banned from the party yeah. and from the Stern tour. I I hope poor Steve Bowden doesn't get banned from something. Yeah, because because he's he's obviously you know he's he's almost seen now as like I see him as like the Jersey Jack representative. No, he's always, and, he's and, wearing yeah. he's wearing the Jersey Jack hat. He's he's always at the Jersey Jack factory, at least seemingly, you know, with the footage. I hope like Stern doesn't like uh, I don't know. You can't pay, play in this tournament now because you're <laughs> Jersey Jack, like Steve Bowden, banned from tournament. I don't think they'll be get that far, but it, who it knows? Is, All the, uh, the well, gamesmanship bullshit that went on at this expo. I know you it's know? just it's just very disconcerting. I think they're listening to the wrong people lately, and I hope they. Get their heads out of their ass and remember that they are a company. It's a small niche group of people in this in this hobby. And now more than ever, there's limited money, as we've brought up a couple times before. You know, people get a bad taste. I was talking to some people this week. A lot of them had a bad taste about this past expo. And mostly from the Stern side. Not all of it, but most of it. They're not putting their best foot forward anymore. Well, speaking of the the Stern thing, I if if you go on YouTube, and our listeners can do this, if you go up on YouTube and look for uh, Batman '66 um, Stern Expo, I think it's around. It's it's like a I don't know twelve minute video. It, it's it's the one where George Gomez is actually up there unveiling the Super Ellie, and about if you start at the ten minute mark. You will hear literally verbatim what I said, just to know that I wasn't pulling the comments out of my ass, where he says that Lyman's not going to let you play the game yet. Which and is he literally terrible. said that. And I, because I, I, I listened to it back, like, okay, I, I, I didn't hear that wrong. So there you it's go. Just, they're not listening to the right people, and uh, they're marketing people, and maybe they just they think they're. I don't know. It is, you know, we we say this, but they sold eighty super LEs. Guess what? As I said before, they've proven that they found eighty fucking suckers. 
Yeah, but if they can find they 80 suckers every Kapow release, that's all they need. Then, then you have a lot. Then there is more money in this hobby than I thought. And maybe there is. But... Everything is not proceeding as you had foreseen. No, it's not. And, Although that's Star and, Wars, I'm sorry. But the thing is, you know, you're not going to hit the well so many times. Like, the titles that Kapow brought up, some of them interest me, actually. You know... Did you, you, know, have, that, you have that in front of you? I had it was Young Frankenstein, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. Wait, young Frankenstein was actually one of them. Yes, really. And okay. I, yeah. So you know, Mel Brooks, Willy Wonka, Blazing Saddles. Uh, there was two others. I have to look on Orin Day's uh, posts. But okay, wait a minute. So they have two Mel Brooks and no Spaceballs. No Spaceballs. Oh, which that, was very... I mean, that would be the one I would think above all, just because it's more recent and you would get more. I don't know. I think you would get more interest in that. Yes, I agree too. Especially if you know Mel Brooks' plans come through, where they want to make another one. Boy, that's that'd not be happening. Idea. That's not that. That's been that's not happening. Trust me. Uh, Three Stooges. That was another one. I think. Yes, was Three Stooges. There. Yes. So you know they had a couple, but I'm not going to spend that much money on a game. Sorry, I'm not. I you know maybe I have the money for it, and sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. But guess what, honey. I didn't mean that. No, but uh, <laughs> she's listening, going what? She's, she's not there. She's she's not there. You're in a hotel no, room. It's okay. Listen. She does she does listen, so she'll go what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just I don't understand these guys. I really don't. And and you know when you see the price points, honestly, even though I've played both of Spooky's games, and you know there's a chance to play the third one this weekend. Fifty-two ninety-nine sounds a lot better. So does the uh, so does the the um, alien. Yes, it does. But you know, it's just way too much money. But we'll get off that subject. That was part of the news. Uh, anything else for news? That was my two big points I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that was that was kind of kind of light news. I think the, the post expo lull. Yes. I want to say a special thanks because I've been stuck in Atlanta for nine days or eight days. Tomorrow will be nine. I want to give a special thanks to uh, the Atlanta Pinball League. I know a couple guys in the league, uh, Scott and uh, Chris Compton and a couple of the other guys. And I put out some feelers saying, hey, what's going on in Atlanta lately? And Chris wasn't around, but he said, hey, we're having our league. Unfortunately, you can't really play in the league because it's our finals. But if you want to come over and hang out with some guys, and of course, I'll jump anytime to play some pinball. Uh, Ed invited me over. Uh, I got to meet at least 18 to 20 of the Atlanta pinball players. I had a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. He has uh, great games. When you're looking, you know, I got to look at the list of games he had. But Family Guy, I got a. Uh, the funny thing was we were playing Family Guy for dollars afterwards, and I was in uh, a game with uh, with uh, one of the other guys. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I'm just getting my phone up. Uh, but I got 178 million with no extra balls on Family Guy, so I was doing pretty good with that. He had a, a Star Trek LE, a Getaway, a uh, Hook, a uh, Fire, which a Fire I was loving Fire, a Fire, Fire. fire. Fire kicks ass. Uh, what else? I'm looking at the rest of the games here on his list. Uh, he had a Game of Thrones Pro, 
He had a Metallica Pro, Demolition Man, an MMR, a Simpsons. I had a great time. Uh, I played with the guys after their league. It was it was just actually nice hanging out and watching other people play and not being under any pressure until afterwards and then winning some money. Brought home some money, money back. I'm bringing home some money back to New York State. Woohoo! $7 I won. Very good, Peter. I'm glad you like Family Guy. It's the greatest game ever. Oh! Uh, didn't you own one and I own one? Oh, yeah. yeah. And where are they? Yeah, I sold it. And then when I was at the guy's house, so I sold it too, and it was right there. I, I didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a location league for one of uh for Central New York this month and I gotta go play that hopefully and hopefully get a better score than or get a good score like that one. That'll be a hope. But uh yeah, great time. The guys were very friendly to me. They brought pizza, I brought some snacks over, I brought some, you know, cookies and cakes and it was just really nice, and I had a great time. Didn't leave it until 12. Thank you again to the Atlanta Pinball League. You are in our positive vibe thoughts. Yes! No, it was really cool. I hope we've actually gotten some invitations already for when we go out to uh, California for uh, our trip out to Banning. One of, uh, one of our listeners had invited us over to his house. So hopefully oh we can make that so that'd be very cool, very nice. But it was really nice to see another league, another collection. Very cool. I also want to thank uh, Tim last week. Tim. And I want to thank Scott from two weeks ago. Without them, these past two weeks would have been a little dry. Like It's weird. you know. We're in our first uh, conversations, me and Ron alone, on this podcast in three weeks. Yes, yes. Me, and, me and, in three weeks, you too. Yeah, yes. Hopefully when we play this back that it, we're both on there. But yes. Oh god, yes. I will shoot somebody. Well, being that I actually tested it as we were recording this time and I was there. Yes. Um well for on my side. Yes. What did you do this what weekend? What I do, I did some stuff. I went to New Hampshire. Pelham, yes. New Hampshire to play in the uh Pintoberfest. Pintoberfest for the final nightmare. Held at the Pinball Wizards Arcade. Nice. And uh, how did you do first out of how many people were in the tournament? Uh, maxed whatever it was. I think 40? 40, 40 okay. or 50? There's a lot nice. of people. And where did you finish? Out of think, the money, of course, right? Oh, uh, yes. But not. Ju- I, I didn't keep my usual trademark of almost be cashing. Because top four cash. I ended up in the, uh, I think, 11th or 12th. Somewhere around there. I had one bad round. See, the way, and uh, just to give a shout-out to, uh, I had several people come up to me who uh, like the podcast. So I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm the quieter member of the, uh, the the crew. I'm the tilt. I'm not the slam. So ah. I, I, I'm not always the most super talkative, but uh, don't take it the wrong way. That's just the way I am. I'm just more talkative in the, that's uh, weird. I'm not, you know, in public, I'm not as talkative, but on the podcast, I talk forever. And I'm the total opposite, right? Yeah, he's the quiet one, but out in um in public, Bruce is kind of the man child, I would say. <laughs> he is definitely the man child. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to those who are uh, a couple of people saying like, yeah, I was listening to your podcast on the way here, like you know, because they had a long drive, like, oh, cool. So the uh, tournament is well, it wasn't quite as grueling for me this time because I got knocked out earlier, but. 
it starts off with, uh, I think they had 12, yeah, 12 holes of golf and with reverse scoring, meaning if you get a hole in one, that's a three. If you get it on the third ball, it's a one. If you don't get it all, it's a zero. So I, I got a 18, which was near the higher end. The, the highest score, I, I think, was 25, with some of them in the, the um, lower 20s. And I looked who was playing in the tournament, and I predicted who the final four were going to be, like in the first round, which I turned out to be right, but I'll, I'll get into that. So after that, which takes quite a while, had, had a break, an actual break this year. Uh, I played the Classics. The Classics, you play like three games, and they do this bizarre addition thing where you take like the first two digits of the scores and add them all together. Assuming six digits, so it'll be like, you know, first and second digits. So if you only got like, say, 70,000, that's just a seven. You know, if you got 170,000, it'd be 17. Uh, kind of, yeah, it, yeah, it works out. It works out. Yeah, it's it easy. seems weird. Yeah, but it, it's the, the, the best will win. <laughs> and it was on Genie, Flash, and, um, Silver Ball Mania. I had a decent, I had a pretty good flash score. I had a very good Silver Ball Mania score, and I had, I guess, a shitty Genie score. I, I have no idea what to hit on that game. So I, I was, I was in the upper, I don't know, six or seven of that, but did not win that. Fail. Fail. So then, after after the golf, they do two rounds of their league style, which is is think of Pinburg. And that's what this is, except you get to pick the game once. Like, each, you're in foursomes, and each person gets to pick a game. Out of all the, uh, God, 100, 200 games, or whatever, they're there. So, I, um, trying to remember what we had. Let's just say I bombed out in the first round of the head-to-head, and that killed me. Just killed me. I, I picked, I picked who done it, and lost. I ended up last. Fail. Fail. And, and a person got, like, they drained, but they got the free spin, which gave them the ball back, and that's and they end up winning because nice. of that. Yeah. And and since it's not in, none of the games are in tournament mode, too, so that was really stupid on my part because there's way too much randomness there. Yes. Uh, but, hey, fail, whatever. I ended up, I think I got, the way they, the way they do the scoring is, is first in the group is five, and then it's three, two, one. So five, then second is three, three points. Third, you get two points. Last, you get one point. There you go. So I had a whopping seven points. Fail. Fail, fail. Yeah. Then the uh, second round did much better. I won my group. Had like, I don't know, 15. I, I I ended up with like a third, a last, and then two firsts. Out of all things, I'm trying to remember what we played. We played Millionaire. Oh, God. Which was just multi-ball after multi-ball after multi yeah. Yeah, I finished uh what I think third. And then we played oh oh yeah, we played freaking Hobbit. And mm. a blast. Then we played real games. Then we played <laughs> high speed, which ended up first, and then we played um oh then then it was my pick. So I'm like, okay, none of this multi ball bullshit, none of this ridiculous rule set bullshit, no lock stealing bullshit. We're going to Harlem Globe Drivers. Nice. <laughs> which uh, they had a score display out, so what we did is we played two and then two. Uh, I played in the because I picked it. I was first, 
the other guy, and the guy was second, and I had, I don't know the exact score, but let's just say it was like I had 250,100, and he had 250,000. Oh. I, I won by like a hundred, and he and he played after me, so his bonus is counting up, and it's like oh shit, oh shit, and then it just stops like a hundred points before my score, like oh. fail, yes, or or win for me, win for you, fail win for, for me. him, yeah, he was like oh, and then the um, the other two combatants played, you know, the, the next they they played next, and they both had terrible games. They got houseballed big time several times and I don't neither of them even got six figures so I ended up winning that so if I had had a decent first round there of the head to head I could have gotten the top eight and then from the top eight they go at it and go down to the top four which I predicted at the beginning would be uh Jim Calcia which it was and Joe and I never say his name Lemire Lemire Lemire, Joe Lemire, Jerry, Jerry Bernard, because yep. he was Jerry. there, and I figured he'd have to be there. And uh, I picked Chuck, Chuck Webster, yep. as fourth, because he's been in the Final Four before. And sure enough, that was the Final Four. And With, who uh, won? Uh, Jim won. Okay. I think Jim won. What, Joe was second. I think Chuck was third, and Jerry was fourth. Wow. So that was that was the Pintoberfest. Very so I got cool. to play a shitload of games that uh, all worked. And what so were your sh- thoughts on Hobbit? Shout out Again. to, uh, before I get to that, shout out to Sarah, the owner. Hobbit? Hobbit sucks. <laughs> Hobbit's a fucking turd. Not, nothing changed my mind there. And the thing that sucked is what, what Sarah does is whatever the latest and greatest game is, whatever the showcase game is, it's like kind of in the middle of the arcade, and it's like five tokens. Where like all the other new Sterns are four, the Williams games are three, and like the old Solid States are two. So it was in the um, you know special section with um, like Lord of the not Lord of the Rings. What am I thinking here? With um, Game of Thrones, they were both like five, which I had to play both of them. That sucked. Five tokens. <laughs> But to play five, you know, I don't mind Lord of the Rings. Lord, I said it again. Jesus, Game of Thrones, I don't mind putting five tokens in, but Hobbit, uh, just, ah. So you want to you wanna buy one? God, no. The thing, you know, and I've watched Carl D'Angelo, who's the one who makes the software that Papa uses and seemingly everyone uses, the Drains Tournament Manager. He yep. has a Hobbit, and he posts videos of his Hobbit. I'd like to play a Hobbit that plays like his Hobbit. Because this thing was the usual floaty shit. Like, and, and I swear Floaty? I, what I, do you, uh, you mean games out there are in location or floaty? Uh, don't even go there. Yeah, I tried to, tried to hit the right orbit like five t- times and just couldn't hit it because it just, just the, the flippers just were weak. I, I just, it just, oh, after playing Dialed In, which is the same damn hardware, and then playing this thing, I, it's hard to believe they're the same freaking manufacturer almost it's just the one plays so much better than the other i just floaty did, did i oh, did i use uh that as the game i hate yet no you have not <laughs> yeah, but i won't use it this week because i'm gonna use when we get to that i'm gonna use the games i used when no one could hear me in the scott episode oh there you go good idea so I, good I remembered what they were so i got those ready to go okay but that that so... was my weekend 
So a good time had by all. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. I played decent for most of it, so it was all right. So uh, uh, eventually we're going to get Mike on. I'm going to see him this weekend. Uh, Mike from Pinball Wizards, who uh, opened his shop up in uh, Syracuse. Hopefully we get him on soon. Uh, and our other special guest, the one I, we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, will be coming on, I think, after Tim's episode. So after the Amsterdam episode, we will have... Uh, well, Tim is going to be on the Amsterdam episode? Yes, he is, because that's the show right after the Sanctum. Oh, okay. When is the Sanctum? As you see, I'm I'm really with it, man. Maybe I should just wait for the show reports at the end when you give all you, the tournaments. You'll have to, but that's next weekend. Oh, okay. Not this weekend. Next week. No, it's not next weekend. And today was actually the one year ago was the end of the Sanctum today. This is the day we were trying to get home and going, yeah, you're all exhausted. Yeah. 24 hours of pain. Uh, No, no, thanks. Did you get to watch the tilt uh, video yet? No, I did not. Okay, so next week I think we're gonna we're gonna, we've had a couple of people asking us about questions about the tilt video. So I, I'm required to watch it now. You have to watch okay. this. We will talk about it next week, possibly at your house. Possibly I'll be down at the uh, at the uh, at my school. It all depends on how school goes and how late I get out. But there's a possibility we might do either or. Yeah, we'll have to talk about this weekend. Yeah, this weekend we'll be uh, delivering. I'm actually delivering two games this weekend. Oh, you are? Yeah, Mike is getting his space shuttle finally. I finally got a guy out of my basement. That'll be delivered Friday. And then Sunday, 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 someone's getting a Harlem. Yeah, and I, if we'll have to talk. I, I You go into the Binghamton tournament? I was thinking about it. Yeah, I, I, I might. Well, luckily, I have a great wife, my wife, Kathy. I was told I we talked a little bit a couple of weeks ago. We said I'm going to cut back on pinball a little bit, which I have. I really have. So she saw the post up on about the Binghamton thing and she goes to me on the FaceTime because that's all we've been doing lately this whole week has just been talking on FaceTime. She goes, "So, are you going Sunday?" I'm like, "Well, sat, you know, Friday. I get home tomorrow night late." So then Thursday is my only free day to actually get all my stuff ready for Amsterdam. And then, you know, maybe uh, try to get the games, try to get most of the games ready for the tournament in a week, two weeks, because I won't be around. Friday night, I have Central New York pinball, but I'm going to drop her off at a, she's going to get her palm red. Okay. I, I was <laughs> trying to think of a funny color joke there, but I just, i sorry. I just think of Bugs Bunny when, when you yep. always see the palm yeah, red. Yeah, he paints his palm red. Yes, yep. yes. I was trying to think of something funny. Sorry. Another fail. So, uh, you know, she's going to that, and I'm going to go to the, Central New York Pinball League night, and then come back and go hang out with her the rest of the night. And then, unfortunately, it's been snowing in upstate New York already. Cool. So uh, we haven't had much accumulation, but I have to change over to snowblower to uh, my my lawnmower to a snowblower again. So that will be Saturday's fun stuff, plus all the rest of the stuff, plus getting my laundry ready because Sunday is the Binghamton tournament if I go, and then I have to go to Ron's, drop off his game, and then I have to go to school. And be there till Wednesday. So I have a busy week again. Yes, you do. Yes, but I want to get rid of some games out of my house. <laughs> there you go. So I want two to be gone. So uh, Space Shuttle will be going to uh, 
Mike Smith, who is the owner of Pinball Wizards in Syracuse. And then I get rid of this damn Harlem that's nicer than mine. Yes, yes. No, I guess you could hear the the evil. It was like the emperor almost like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. My precious. <laughs> Use the but, force. Uh, Use your aggressive feelings. Yes. But uh yeah, so uh I have a busy week, so but you have to watch the tilt video again, or you haven't yet, and we'll go over a little bit about it because we had some people asking first they loved it, you know, and they want to go over it on some questions about it. Okay. Okay. So we can do that. Next step, game you like, game you hate. Well, how about repairs? Nothing. Nothing. I've been. I, I. I haven't been home since the last time you talked to me. Okay. I got the boards back for uh, right. stars. Oh, and? and put them all in three for three. Oh. Everything's functioning, and I got the uh, Scott software in there now, so we are now in full free play mode. In, in typical incompetence, though, when when Scott sent me the software, he sent the release notes, which tell you which dip switch you have to turn on to activate the free play. So of course I saved off the 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 file, the software, but guess what I deleted? The notes. Yeah. So read, The readme. Yeah, so I had to email them in, like, because uh, otherwise I'd just be, like, trying, like, five different dip switches and just, like, which one is it? No, it's 23, in case anyone cares. It's the one that's not used on Stars. It's just not used. But And I and I forgot, he, he has a thing in there, like, when you turn the game on, it actually shows the code revision. So there's, like, a, de- a, a delay when it's showing that. I forgot he did that. And it does, and you got, I, I almost threw me. I had to get used to the fact that it, it acts like an MPU 200 game now. Like before the third ball, it shows you the high score to date. Just like Meteor in any game afterwards would. So, very nice. There was, there was a nice Meteor, actually. Somebody went up for sale in uh, Michigan on Facebook. And our buddy Oren Day grabbed it right away, looks like. And it was really nice, and it was only 650 bucks. Can't beat Meteor. No, you can't be meter and a meteor that looked like a beautiful cabinet and a nice play field. So I was sitting there going, damn it. So, Oren, if you're listening, hey, if you ever want to get rid of it, come see me. Yeah, Bruce is here. Okay, so uh, game you like, game you hate, Mr. Ron. All right, all right. These were my, uh, this was what you would have heard. If, Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, if my, yeah. <laughs> if my track wasn't um, deleted or. Not recorded. All right, game I like. And th- these were originally, I, I did these because Scott, Mr. Stern, was on the show. Mm-hmm. For game I like, I put Electronimo, which is an older Stern. Yeah. Bruce ain't too crazy, but no, he's not too crazy about it. I like mm-hmm. Electronimo. Um, there was actually a pop-up video on it, I believe. They did one of their actual like video with commentary on Electronimo. Mm-hmm. And um, game I hate. Viper. Yeah, crickets. Because I saw Tim playing that. Yes. On um, because he had one of his um, on Twitch he was playing. He was at the Sanctum, and they have it there, and it was every bit as shitty as I remember being. Just watching him play it, like, oh yeah, yeah, it sucked. It is really bad. Yeah, well, artwork's great. It is. It's back very glass nice, but... is killer. Yes, killer back glass. That centerpiece does does not work. No. It captures the ball, and then you turn, and you fire it. You know, no. Yeah, no. Especially in a company that basically made games that were just fast, no stopping, 
to have something like that. It was kind of weird, really. It, it was, was a gimmick they were trying. It was near the end. It was one of their last games. So, so what do you want from me first? Game I like or game I hate? Same, same order. What do you like? You own it. Oh, oh my. Okay, what do I own that he doesn't own? Oh, are you going to say stars? Nope. Oh, okay, go for it. Rem, Strokers, Dracula. Now, wait a minute. Wait, okay, this is a 180. It Bru- is, because Bru- I've actually... Bruce is a guy that used to make fun of me for having it. He used to just make, like, uh, Monster Bash make... Dracula sounds. Blah! Blah! And I, still, and I still make fun of it, because every time you get the multiplier... What happens when you multiply the game on the multi- bonus multiplier? The bonus multiplier here. Ah! And what does Bruce do every time it happens? He goes... I scream it throughout the whole place. Yes. It yes. actually has grown on me because the, the good thing about the game, when you get the multi-ball and then another multi-ball and then another multi-ball and you stack them, it goes from 10 million to 20 million to 30 million and it really gets you going. And then if you, you know, it's just a great, the rule set, it does have some flaws in it, you know, but it is growing on me. Multi-multi-ball. Multi multi ball. Well, what kind of flaws does the software? Uh, the bats and the rats. I don't like. You know, it should be just one time instead oh, yeah. of three bonuses. Okay, you don't like the. Fa- okay, I, well, I, I'll give you that. At yeah, least they, like the- they could have made it a setting or something. Yeah, they could have made it a setting, which would have made it a lot better. You know, you know, on like a newer Stern game, that would be a setting. Yes, they did have like yeah, but or you know, or saving it. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Like you know. Do I take the points now or do I save it towards the end? You know, that would be kind of cool too. You know, maybe that'd be a cool, kind of a cool rule thing. Yeah, something. but you're going to get it regardless unless you tell. I know, but people wouldn't remember it until the end, like, you know, but it just. Oh, Jesus. Then, yeah. Then you'd be 40... people like shouting, oh, take it, the bonus, the bonus, and no, you can't help him. Oh, yeah, that would be. 40 million, you know, each ball. You're already down 120 million if you get that on the first ball and you yeah, get a great. That's sort of a great rats. Yeah. You know? Uh, rats, rats yeah. is less. But and a lot of it's just luck, depending on if it goes into pop bumpers and goes crazy, boom, you got it. it goes out of the pop bumpers, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of screwed. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But uh, it's a great game. Shots are good. You know, could it be better? Yes, of course it could. You know, but it's a good game. All right. Game you hate. I'm going all the way out in... Far left field. This is almost like the Cubbies going to the World Series. Okay. Middle Earth. Atari. Wow. wow. Well, oh, thank you. you. You reminded me now. I can use pretty much every Atari game other than, like, Superman and that's, well, there's probably three. Superman. There's three good ones. Oh, there's three good ones. Okay. Yeah, there actually is. Superman. What, and Steve Ritchie's. Yeah. I like the Airborne Avenger. Okay, you like, like okay, Airborne Avenger is is not terrible. It has the kick out on the left hand side gets you back up. All right, what's the Most third one? Most of the Ataris don't get you back up to the upper lanes. What's the th- what's the third one? I actually don't mind Hercules. Okay, I'll give you that. Believe it or not, folks, that game is fairly playable. It's more playable than you would think. But the thing is, it, w- it was originally a Bally design. Exactly, and I actually don't mind Roadrunner or Four x Four. Okay. But why do you hate Middle Earth? Let's let's get back to Middle Earth. Oh, why it's do you just hate terrible. There's no way to get it back up top. It's a very clunky game. It's their second one. Ugh. Just weak, sh- you know, weak shots. You're stuck to only a certain amount of shots. 
the artwork is even terrible on the game, you know, with the freaking uh, the fake dra- freak dinosaur. It looks like, you know, uh, just, uh You know, the funny thing is, you think, I think of the parallels between them and, and Jersey Jack games. <laughs> and that wide bodies. All the Ataris are wide bodies. Yes, they are, except for... No, they're all wide bodies. Then they have the boards in the bottom of the cabinet. Yes. <laughs> I know. You know, and it's like they didn't learn, and then years later, Jersey Jack, this is wide bodies, boards at the bottom of the cab. But he changed. Now he's up to the top. Yeah, yeah. Lawler said, this is dumb. I know. So. It is dumb. But, uh, yeah, it's just a very not fun, of a, not fun game. And don't forget the rules when you own an Atari pinball machine. Have a fire extinguisher below your game. Oh, okay. Why is that? The power supplies have monster capacitors on them. And when the capacitors fail, they actually fail by flaring up and actually catching on fire. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good job, Atari. Stick to the yeah. video games. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even their caps on those were pretty hey, big. Too. The best thing, you know, it was worth it, though, because it got Steve Ritchie in the door. Yes. And Eugene Jarvis. And Eugene Jarvis. So it was basically worth it. Yes. It was. Yes. So those are my two games. Uh, two things I want to bring up also. I We had one of the people I brought. Well, first, Zach just texted me while we were talking, and he's like, hey, can you help me pick out a game this weekend? And I had to say, nope, busy. So sorry, Zach. You mean you he know. didn't text you and say, please mention me. I need to keep my streak alive. No, he said, please uh, help me grab a game. And unfortunately, I told him I can't this weekend. So he was like kind of bummed out a little bit. He wanted to buy another game. Zach's up to almost 20 now, so. That boy needs help. He he needs help. He's he's gone to the wrong person for advice. Me. And so, <laughs> but uh, one of our uh, people, one of the people we've actually mentioned on the podcast, who actually owns half of one of the games I own, which is Viking, which is Neil, had a bit of bad luck this weekend, and I feel really bad for him. Uh, and this is actually a, a general thing he actually posted on Buffalo Pinball on the Facebook page, and I want everyone to actually do this, which I have on most of my games, not all, and I'll explain why. Uh, he had a tree fall down on his power line. So people are saying, oh, what's the big deal about that? Well, when it fell down, instead of killing his power, it put 230 volts through his 120 line. So every piece of electronics that was not on a surge protector, surge protector got blown out. So people don't really think of like, oh, what, what, what's so bad about that? He luckily had surge protectors on 95% of his pinball machines, including the Viking, which I'm very grateful for. And I wouldn't care if it blew up anyway. I guess what? It could have caught fire at a house. could be a lot worse. But you think about what's computer controlled in your house, your dishwasher, your dryer. He had one pinball machine that got taken out in one of his nicest ones, too. It's really a shame. His Barracora took a big hit, blew out the very resistor and the fuse so far. He hasn't gone any further. It took out his, I think he said his furnace also because it had computer controls in it. You know, all your computers, everything like that. So definitely, if you guys don't have your stuff on surge protectors, they do work because all the games that he had on the surge protectors in his TV and everything else he had on the surge protectors, they all got protected. He has to throw them out now because they took a big hit. But guess what? Please, people, 
for the extra, you know, you can, here's the funny, I'm going to say the funniest thing of all. Most of you people are buying LEDs. Most of you people are buying mods. I guarantee most of you people don't have surge protectors on your games. Put them on it. Save your games. That's a public announcement from Bruce Nightingale. No. So you you have surge protectors? I'm trying to, don't you just have those big power strips behind them? They are surge protectors. They are fused. Okay. And I do something even better. I have breakers that are off when I'm not playing the games. So I would have to go through a closed breaker. If it goes to the closed breaker, it still will hit the surge protector. Those strips are surge protected. They're 20 amp surge. So he had a you know bit of bad luck. Please, people, you know. You don't want to have, you know, you're gonna have, he's got a big enough insurance bill as it is. Imagine trying to explain and putting all the money and time in those games. I know a lot of my friends don't have surge protectors. Do it. Guess what? Surge protectors might become big money and popular now, but you people are putting $200 in LEDs in the games. Guess what's going to happen when your games get taken out? You're going to be putting thousands of dollars. It's not worth the time, not worth the effort. And what happens is when you get surge protector, you know, when a game gets taken out or something else, it's never the same. It really isn't. You go through, you know, the Transformers take a hit. It's really bad. I've seen a couple games actually get taken out at a bar. I actually had a, we'll go back into my old history. I had a Back to the Future that actually caught on fire and was in a fire in a bar because the, fire, the same thing happened. The 230 jumped and they actually had like 400 volts go through the building and the building actually caught on fire. And one of the things I got out was a hundred dollar back to the future. This thing was a nightmare to get running. And then once I got it running, everything was still food barred on it. Not worth it. Put some surge protectors on your crap, save some money the other way. Don't buy LEDs this month. Don't buy the mod this month, buy a surge protector. And don't forget, change your batteries this month. Cause guess what? Changing times, change your batteries if you have them still in your machine. A public service announcement from Bruce Nightingale. Yeah, just it's just you know common sense. Let's use some common sense, guys. Oh, I gotta get some surge protectors. I guess. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, he's got some money he's gonna put out, and force insurance gonna take a lot of it, but it's just a pain in the ass of it all. It really is. And Neil, I'm thinking about you when he said it. First, I thought about his family and make sure they were okay and which they were, which is the most important thing. But other than that, big headache, big nightmare. All right. Two weeks from now, where, are we, where am I going to be? Where are you going to be? Amsterdam. Yes. <laughs> yes, so I'll be, we'll be recording. So we will be doing normal time stuff again. So you'll see me. We'll have a show report, actually, that two weeks. And we'll have Timmy on. So it's going to be a triple feature. In two weeks. Very nice. Very nice. We'll get the sh- we're going to have two show reports, actually. We're going to have the Sanctum show report from Tim. And we're going to have the show report from me in Amsterdam. And Tim's a young guy. He can survive. Actually, hopefully he'll be rested up by that Tuesday. I hope so. So, um, pinball feature. Yeah, I'm not really doing it today. Okay. Well, I think you did it last time and I didn't, so I have one. Okay. And this is just, this is kind of a stupid one, but I, 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 well, here's the trivia question. You can tell me the only game this ever was in. The ability to earn an extra tilt warning. Don't even know. 
Doctor Dude. Really? It's one How? of the it's one of the mystery awards. Oh God! Extra tilt warning. Yes. So there it's you go. Doctor Dude. I I'd like to have it like a skill based thing, not a mystery award, but some way you can earn like an extra tilt warning. I think would be a, a neat idea. God. We need Timmy sliding four inches and then getting that extra bonus to slide again. Come on. Timmy weighs like 120 pounds. Don't let him slide your game. Come on. Come on, He folks. does slide the game yeah, pretty I good. I know he does. So, we have a we have your uh, innovation you want to see come back possibly again. It is a fun one. That is a cute one. I like that one. I didn't know what he'd be there. Yeah, I'd especially like it if it was some skill-based thing and see if anyone would actually go for it or bother. Like if someone had a double danger, maybe they could, you would know, you oh, yeah, would I yeah. try for it? Because then I have one more, you know, there you go. Show report? Or are we talking to anything else? I think that's, that's pretty much it. Phases to stun. Phases to stun. Proton torpedoes to speed. Or no, <laughs> no, I'm getting Bail. confused with Batman. Ugh, that Batman 66, that $50,000 Batman game just, ugh. Well, we still haven't seen play well, yet. Well, you, you'd be, oh, I had a good line coming, too. I was going to say, like, well, at least we saw Batman flip finally. Uh, oh. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We, we haven't seen shit. And guess and where they're shipping, folks? When? The end of the month? Next month? November. It's supposed uh, to be shipping in November. There was a thing right from Gary Stern that sent the distributor saying, no more Cornerstone games this, this year. We're shipping to Batmans in November. You know, the ones you haven't seen flip yet. Yeah. And paid for. $15,000. Yes, and paid $15,000 for. Because, you know, we don't take pre-orders. We don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, Stern. Okay. Holy cow, Batman! I'm probably going to be banned for everything now. Like, don't let no. him in the seminar. You're he's actually from, being more aggressive than I am. He's from that podcast. Uh, it's just, you know, come on. I come know. on. Don't, don't, don't say how awesome you are. Because, you know, you, you see our games before you pay for them. And then you do a pre-order. And not only do you do a pre-order, then when you are going to supposedly show the game off, the software's not done enough or whatever, or throw Lyman under the bus because he won't let you play the game. With exact words. Again, if you want to look that video on YouTube. Aren't you the president of manufacturing? Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just throwing the guy under the bus, saying like, you know, and he did he did it in a humorous way. It wasn't meant to be like, but still, it comes off like, you know, Lyman's not going to let you play this. So here's these three games. We're going to have them just sit here. You can stare at them. Yeah. Or you can go over and actually play Alien. Or dialed in. Or the freaking Paps Can Crusher. Or the freaking Noid game there, Dominoes. You can play I got all those. Ribbon on my mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're at rant off, whatever. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so we haven't seen anything on the Batman, so uh, not even Jack Danger saying, hey, we're going to have Batman. I'm, I was expecting that this week, or maybe next week it will pop up, but yeah, it's kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, from the factory, yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's a Jack Danger with the Stern side and the Buffalo pinball guys are on the Jersey Jack side. Yes, yes, they are, and they're probably one and two, and as far as uh, viewership in the Twitch community, probably. Yep, I know Jack's number one. So. Yeah, I'm just guessing yep. Buffalo's probably number two. I'm assuming so, yeah. and then hopefully Tim Balls is in the top five. Yeah, Tim Ball, we got we got to get everyone go to Tim Balls. We got to get him to number three. Get him to number one. Yes, we do. 
Although I don't, I don't know if anyone's gonna Stern or Jersey Jack will let him in the factory. <laughs> well, not with his rants. He's too outspoken. We we can't have him in there. Sorry. Yeah, nah. I would have him in there. I just gotta. Maybe he'll get a sponsorship from Highway or something else. Maybe. I know it won't he be. does like he does like playing highway games, so maybe. Uh no, he put down no, he, he put down full throttle. He no, he put down full throttle with the rules. With the rules, he said the shots are fun. No, he said they had too many shots because it was a wide body. Remember his whole thing about you never can take too many shots. Sorry. No, no, I I totally disagree. You can have too many shots. There are definitely games that have too many shots. At least I'm not a red shirt number one. <sighs> <laughs> You're dead. You're dead, Jeff. Spock, I think it's time to pay the bills. All right. Logical. Okay. Are are you Spock, game show host? Yes, logical. Logical, Captain. Your answer is clearly wrong. So, uh, events coming up. We're going to pay the bills. First, uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Come check out my products. Sell lifters, helpers, tilters, even your rotisserie needs. Single and the only dual rotisserie that is made, which makes swapping out play field a dream. You don't have to take any pictures or not many pictures, but you get to still move all your stuff from the bad play field to the good play field. It practically swaps itself. itself. And they did announce, actually, that they're releasing a new batch of play fields coming up. Did you see that from CPR? Okay. Yeah, we got to be more specific. They are releasing a batch of play. Who's they and what play fields? From CPR. And what are the play Uh, fields? Sorcerer is one of them. Damn, I hope you were going to – I thought you were going to see Nine Ball. No. Oh, Nine Ball would be freaking great. Uh, What else was there? I have to actually go on because I was not expecting that until I remembered in two seconds ago. Don't worry. We'll edit this down, and it will appear totally seamless. They have lethal weapon plastic sets are coming out. Woo-hoo! I know you. I, knew I love lethal to... weapon. I know I'm you. I'm like do. the biggest lethal weapon fan. <laughs> I played that. That was at Expo. That was awesome. Love it. Now, grab the gun and fire. <laughs> Mel Gibson custom speech in that, folks. Back then, they could actually get the stars to do it. Star Wars, Data East. Oh, okay. Uh, the shadow is now also. And Star Trek Data East and Sorcerer. That graduated from the boutique. So that's kind of cool. Still waiting. And and good thing is, skateboard, a skate ball, silk screen ready. Silk screen is being done. So another another uh, play field swap for the... Eventually, yeah. Eventually, okay. Eventually, yeah. Hi, honey. <laughs> okay, so we're going to pay the bills. Uh... Two tournaments this uh, coming weekend, uh, October 29th in New York City, Stars Tournament. The All-Stars Tournament. The lowest IFPA points you can possibly earn. By law. By law. Levy and uh, Tim Sexton, our own Tim Sexton, Tim Balls, is uh, having a tournament. And uh, it's in New York City. If you look up uh, Stars Tournament on Facebook, you will get all the information, but that is on October 29th in New York City. Go check it out. Please. Great time. Had by all. 
Also the same day, in Buffalo, is the Domino Pinball launch party for Spooky Pinball. First time you'll actually be able to play the game on a location. It's the first one being released. That's on October 29th from 6 or 7 p.m. till midnight. It's an IFPA points tournament. In what location? At the Pocketeer Billiards. They announced they're going to also have Domino's Pizza there. That makes sense. Very that good. Makes perfect sense. And I saw the trophy. The trophy has a Noid on it. Oh. Oh, I man. Know. That, that makes it different right there. I know it does. Damn, you know, the All-Stars Tournament is good, but, man, the Noid? The Noid on your, on your trophy. So uh, you can check out all the information for that at uh, buffalopinball.com and also uh, Buffalo Pinball on Facebook. The day after, you might see Slam. You might see Tilt. You might not see either of us at the Binghamton Tournament, October 30th. I think it starts at 1 p.m. or 12 p.m. At the Moonwalker Arcade in uh, Vestal. I think that's where it's at. That is right correct. Binghamton. Yep. Uh, you might see us both. You might see one of us. You might see neither of us. But go out and have a great time. Uh, JT might be there. I saw him trying to get some people to go up from Orange County. Hopefully everyone comes out. It's uh, a great location. They've really bring more games into that place. Good to support Binghamton Pinball also. Uh, Retro Game Con, November 5th and 6th in Syracuse. Uh, Central New York's going to be there. I, unfortunately, am not going to be there. I will be flying. I will be actually in Amsterdam at that time. I was planning on going, but I cannot now. But Buffalo Pinball and Central New York Pinball are hopefully going to be slated there. There should be some pinball on location there. Come check it out. Great time. Pinball Tournament of November is coming up. You remember the old NFL videos and... Uh, uh, Finger Lakes open November 12th. Go to www.wnypinball.com. John Fasanda, you are not. Dun, 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 dun. Um, no, it needs to be more like on the frozen tundra of Bloomfield, New York. <laughs> where uh, it is snowing. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, $15 to pre register until. October 31st at midnight. After that, it'll be $20. Either you can register or if there's still spots open, you can come to the door. But I wouldn't depend on that because last time we had just before the tournament, people started paying in. And then we had one person come to the door like, hey, I have my $20. We're like, yeah, we're filled up. So you don't want to miss out. We have 29 people signed up, 11 spots left. Well, how many people we have is how many people are going. Half the people are going to qualify for the final. So we have 30. 15 are going to qualify. We have 40, which is the max. We're going to have 20 people qualifying. 18 holes of golf. Then we're going into match play finals. Very good. IFPA points. Play Centaur. Play the famous Centaur as featured on the Slam Tilt podcast. Yes. Uh, November 19th, uh, Saturday, 10 a.m. in Catskill at the Catskill Classic Pinball Tournament. It's our friend, uh, Howard Levine. He is going to have a tournament on the 19th. And I think there's a couple more tournaments coming on down there, but we'll get to them in a couple weeks when they're getting closer. Sounds good. But definitely check out Howard. Howard has a great location. Bring your bowling shoes. 
Bring your bowling shoes. And earmuffs bring if in. you happen to be near the uh, jukebox. That'll be very loud. Yes, yes, very loud. And bring your, uh, like, those. what are those things they used to put on the back of your phones to boost them? You know, like a boost, an antenna booster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a cell phone tower. Mm-hmm. Basically, where he is. Yes. I think that's all the news and all the paying the bills we need, except for, of course, your famous lines. Uh, what is I'm your famous? Answer? Yes. Yes, you are. Uh, I will say we've had our downloads have been going big time up lately. Thank you very much for everyone who has listened. We are noticing. Yeah, for honestly, when we started this, if if we could get 50 people to listen, that would have been enough for me. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I was I was happy with it, but we are very grateful. You know, I'll tell you, you know, you know, pinsiders, you know, some of you, oh my fucking god, some of you, you're great. You know, uh, I'll I'll tell it like it is. I ain't, gonna, side. I ain't gonna sugarcoat shit here. You know that, but we still like that you listen. You might hate us, you might like us, you might disagree with us. Boy, I had two people this week actually disagree with me about the uh, Twilight Zone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here's here's the best thing. They were live right in front of me. I said, okay. He goes, I couldn't listen to that podcast. I had to turn it off. You're making fun of Twilight Zone and Ghostbusters. So I turned around and I said, what's so good about Twilight Zone? It's a classic. No, well, what's so good about it? And he really had nothing positive. (laughs) It was classic. I was like, what's going good? And then, of course, the Ghostbusters, you know. You know, it's guess what? Ghostbusters, it's some people's cup of tea, it's some people's not. It is not mine. Maybe I'll be maybe Ron will convince me otherwise when we open up his. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> is it yours open yet or is it still folded? No, it's still still sitting upstairs. Excellent. Yes. So excellent. <laughs> but uh yeah, so we had a lot of people. So our downloads have really increased, we've noticed it. We thank you all. So I think that's it. Mr. Woff, it's time to say the final announcements. Yes, it is. Yes, number Make one. Make it so, number one. Make it so. All right. So once again, thank you for listening to us, the Slam Tilt Podcast. We can be found on Facebook. Just search for Slam Tilt Podcast. Also on YouTube. Again, just search for Slam Tilt Podcast. We make it easy for you. Feel free to send us correspondence at either location. Send us emails directly. That would be slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for all your comments that you've been sending. And just remember that Bruce is wrong about Twilight Zone. This concludes episode 16. No, it's not. I'm not. Oh, nope. Oh, I'm not taking that as a final. You're not taking. He's not going <laughs> to let me sign off on that. Okay. No, not at all. But that's why we, we, if you notice, I do plug people who do mention and do make comments, even if they're positive or negative. I do say, hey, you know, we will acknowledge you for your support. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Goodbye. See you next time. Next time either at Ron's or in Connecticut. Yes. Say goodbye, Bruce. Bye, Bruce.